0: I love living the hunter life, along with my kids and my lovely wife, taking in the land that the good Lord made and doing the things that make this country great. Doing my part to keep the things in line, respecting the land that's yours and mine. No doubt about it, this is right here's a good life. This is living the hunter
1: life.
0: Welcome to the on-air home for the Brotherhood of Hunters. Welcome to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show, brought to you by Hunt Life, take aim. And now, here are your hosts, Jeff Loggeman, Kevin Favor, and Kirk Waltz.
2: Good morning and welcome to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. I'm Jeff Loggeman along with uh, my two usual cohorts, uh, Kevin Kirk Waltz. Morning, Kirk. Good morning, sir. How are you? And Kevin Favre. Morning, Kevin. Morning, buddy.
3: How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. Yeah. It's, it's uh, it falls in the air. Oh, yes, it is. And, uh, I get a little giddy in my step. Well,
2: I, I think that this time of year kind <laughs> really? of kind
3: of gives you a, l- a
2: little bit of an issue. You know, what do you do? Yeah. A dilemma. Okay? You know, what I, do you do? I go sit in a tree stand. <laughs> yeah but it's not it's you got so many things to do you know the, yep. the temperatures are starting to cool down a little bit mm-hmm. finally you you have options that then that's you know that's what I'm talking about because you, you both seasons are coming in, in most states mm-hmm. right most not all mm-hmm. and certainly for those that travel to hunt have many options to choose from, and then you have football season mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. do you take your weekend and go to the woods or, and then the third that, option that's is – new
3: phones are for true,
2: <laughs> and then the third <laughs> <laughs> option. Yeah. You, you've got the, the opportunity to enjoy some of the best fishing that there is, and I'm not talking about just saltwater, which no. we enjoy more than, than right. freshwater, but freshwater fishing starts to crank up because the water starts to cool back off again.
3: I, I, I agree <clears throat> with you simply for the fact, too, that um, it, when you fish this time of year, your competition's cut in half.
4: It really is. Yeah, you know, it is. I, I
3: mean, dude, the boat ramps are empty. 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 Well, you know? kids are back in school. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're all back in school. Right.
2: And, and the boat ramps, uh, people are starting to think about, you know, you got Friday night football. That's right. Most, most high schools. And then you got Saturday college football. And then on Sundays, you got the NFL. Yep. And, uh, it is, it's a tough decision.
3: Well, it isn't for Kevin me. and I. I'm <laughs> in a tree stand, brother. Y'all, I, you know what? I mean, obviously, uh, we're, we're fans of all teams and, and my team's playing Tennessee today. And you know what? <laughs> I'm going to be sitting in a tree stand, brother. It's not even a,
5: it's it's not an issue with me. Well, you and I are both charter boat captains, so yep. we spend a, a considerable amount of time in a boat during yep. the summer months. That's our bread and butter You month. guys so fish to hunt.
3: That's exactly right. That's I mean, exactly that's, that's right. what you do. I we mean, work we do. our
5: heinies off, you know, our hind corners yep. in order to have the opportunity to do what you're talking about. Yep. I, I got, got a couple uh,
2: lessons, I guess you could say, that are learned. Mm-hmm. You know, this this past summer, you know, when everybody goes to the woods to kind of get ready for mm-hmm. the hunting season, we did a couple things this year that really paid off, and in ways that I wasn't really expecting. Uh, and I learned a lesson. I've read about this before in the past, but I've never had a chance to really see it kind of work. Mm-hmm. Right. And back in, I guess it was July, you know, we got the guys together, and we all go to my place, and, and we're getting ready for a deer season, and we're moving stands and checking stands for safety and we decided to move some stands in some areas you know because you know when, when you get a piece of property or you have a piece of property you end up putting a stand sometimes and, and i think bill winky described this best and he said when you go to hunt a new area he said it's probably best to put a stand somewhere that it becomes an observation stand mm-hmm. and uh when i saw bill's tv show that talked about this i I saw it, and I said, boy, that's really a good idea. Because he said, you want to put a stand somewhere where you can see everything. He said, "And then when you can see everything, then you can kind of tweak. You know, you can get your stands closer to where the activity is, where the travel routes are, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, so we put a couple new stands in this year, and we're thinking about that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, took took those words of Bill Winky and said, okay, let's get some stands in areas that are new, We haven't hunted, and let's get them somewhere where we can see, and then after we get in there and hunt them, then we can kind of move them where we want to. But one of the byproducts that we learned out of applying that technique was that when we got these stands into new locations, we actually, you know, here in the South, things are thick. Right. We had to literally take pole saws, Mm -hmm. chainsaws, and machetes. Clear out machetes. To make access points to get these stands into where we wanted them to be. Mm-hmm. Guess what they became? Trails. Deer trails. They became
5: deer trails. Absolutely. Isn't that
3: funny how they do that? Yes, sir. They will, they we, will do it in the heartbeat.
5: We had the same issue. We had a piece of property that uh, is the middle gate. Mm-hmm. We never hunted it because it, 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 it was only accessible. You had to go right back out on a highway, the main highway, and come around to get in. And, We kind of ignored it and, but I insisted on putting a food plot in there and I said, we got it. We got to move around a little bit. We got a thousand acres here. We're not, we're only using 450. It's silly. And we, we did that and, and Mike Wren and I actually, uh, talked about it and, and Dr. Bennett and we, we cut a food plot in there and we, and we moved a stand around a little bit. And then we went in and, and and put in a camera after we did all that. Mm -hmm. And just like you said, Jeff, it's like, it's like it became a highway. It yeah. was like you got to be kidding me. And we looked at the game cameras, and it was like you're walking right down it. Oh my gosh! Yeah. One, you know? one, one
3: other point um, to to your conversation, Jeff, is when when we do that again here in the south, we have the option of many trees, and and we'll put in a climber. We won't put a, you know a, a permanent stand. We won't mm-hmm. put in a you know a, a hang on or a ladder stand. something that you. Can do minimum work. Yeah. We, we'll mm-hmm. go in there and go, we'll you know what? This area looks good. Let's put it in that tree so we can see everything and, and, and climb up there. And, and then you tweak it from there. Right. And right. then if you want to go in and put a ladder stand or, or you know, a, a hang on, something that's permanent, more permanent, you can go in there. And, and now you have an idea mm-hmm. of where the deer are moving. You know, instead of going in there and doing that first, and then having to take sure. the, that thing down.
2: Sure, But I mean, the, the the byproduct that we learned is that when you cut trails to get into deer stands, and there's two of them that we did. You know, yeah. and, and one of them is really goes through what really it's a beaver pond. Uh huh. You know, mm-hmm. and so t- t- it was all cut over wet. Ground. What are you just sweating? Oh, and it was, man, you were talking about the amount of work that it took to get in. And, you know, and and I think this this technique would apply to a lot of our listeners that are in Texas, Mm -hmm. that are in the southeast. And then, of course, uh, we've got a new affiliate, our latest station, KQBB in Shreveport, Louisiana. Uh, Heck, I mean, in Louisiana, it's thicker than all get out. Yep, it's a jungle. You know, so so they're going through some of the same things. And so (laughs) I'm sitting there thinking, okay, well, Now we've got stands, and and this story was related to me yesterday. My buddy James goes and hunts one of these stands. Awesome. And uh, it's one of them stands we we put it in there. We forgot about it. He goes in there and hunts it yesterday afternoon. He said, you would not believe the trails coming in and out of that path. We cut to get into where we are putting that stand at. Wow. And then when I was up there last week, Checking some places, I go into another stand that we had to do the same thing to, and that's cut a tunnel, yeah. you know, on the edge of a creek. But I mean how things when it's open and then it goes to the transition of that, yep. you know, any kind of transition of an open hardwood bottom on the edges is when you just get everything fighting for sun, mm-hmm. and it just grows thick. Yeah, you know, we had to do the same thing to get to this other stand, and one little tip when you do that, when you cut access points into a stand that may be in a in a real thick area. Don't make it right behind the stand. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Make it to where, you know, especially if you're a bow hunter, make it to where 20 that, yards that access point is 25, 30 yards away yeah. that you got a nice, comfortable bow shot. And if you're just a gun hunter, make it 50 yards away yeah. to where then you can kind of get in and snake back to your deer stand. But I mean that that it was amazing to see how deer all of a sudden started using this new path. And you know, and down in Texas, you but, got these sanderos that are just thicker than all get-out. Yeah. You know, mesquite and yeah. all the other stuff Cactus. that grows down there. Cactus. Cactus, yeah. turkey hunted down there this yeah. past year.
5: I mean, you've seen how it was. Yeah, it can be brutal. Mm. And, and I think that's that's part of it, too. I think we all get into a comfort zone, and what you're expressing right now is to try to get outside of that comfort zone, mm-hmm. especially for us. You know, we're down here in, in North Florida, South Georgia, where we hunt in Central Georgia. It is like a jungle at times. Uh, like you were saying, our, our, our new station is Shreveport, Louisiana. It's like a jungle down there in Alabama and different places of the country, and you get outside of that comfort zone, it's it's interesting to see how curious these animals are over what we do. Oh, yeah. Once mm-hmm. we've gone, and and it is. It, I know we cut one stand in an area we call the North Canal, and we put a food plot in there this year, and it was, it, it, for lack of better words, during July, it was brutal. <laughs> it was so hot. At times, I thought I was going to pass out, and my, my son, God bless him, he's going, Dad, we just plow through there with a the camera and a bush hog and i go look at that i mean you know and and we got out like you said the chainsaws and the, the tree saws and the, and the machetes and we got in there and we cut it out and, and once we got it done and it did it took about a week to get it right yeah because the ground was so hard and and wet and and, and mosquitoes and the big spiders and once we got it done it has turned into the best food plot we got on the whole property. Well, and, and Jeff, you and I've talked about this for years. You
3: know, we have fifth rows, and and, and when the, when our fifth rows between the, the, the pine trees when they grow up, right. The 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 most productive thing we do is to take a bush hog, mm. and mow those fifth rows, and, and 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 just like you, we kind of did it by mistake. You know, I wanted to put a stand in the in the thick because right. this is where I've been seeing deer. And I'm thinking, you know what, Roger? I so you know, who's my buddy who, who I hunt with, I said, we could take that bush that hog and just cut the fifth row right to it. Right. Well, the first time we did it, and I sat in a stand while all the deer came to the fifth row. Right. The you way know, way I I mean, I'm going, whoa. It's like bro. ding, ding, ding. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, so now. Let's <laughs> do more of those. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. man, let and, and, and our most productive stands, I mean, we have six or seven stands just on a cut fifth row. You know, but it's the same. And the deer use it like a oh, yeah.
5: highway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's well, unbelievable. And you talk to the biologists, like Dave Edwards, uh, who's who's our biologist on staff. He says, staff uh, on quote, I, they take the area of least resistance. Path of least resistance. And they but, are curious animals mm-hmm. by nature. And so they see that big hole and they go, oh, look at that new hallway. Yeah. Let's go down there and look around. And they walk down there. And we don't go up there for weeks at a time during the summer sometimes. And they walk down there and nobody bothers them for a couple of weeks and they get comfortable with it. And next thing you know, oh, this is a new place to get down to these, these red oak ac- acorns yeah. that mm-hmm. you can't really see, yeah. but they know they're there because they can smell them. How they do, I don't know.
1: Oh, and yeah. the next
5: thing you know, you've got this new area to hunt. And it's so funny that even a small, for folks that only have like a 80 or 100 acre plot, it can, it can just speak volumes in, in relation to what you're going to see. On those new hunting areas, well, just and, by cutting a yeah. new hole, you know. And, and
2: James got to experience this last night, and he said, you know, he he didn't get there until late, and so he slips in to the stand, and and we had done a really good job of of, of really cleaning out the access to it. And mm-hmm. I, I think that's another important that's lesson key. learned. Yeah, yeah. Is that when you when you put a stand in a location, a lot of people will actually take rakes and. Rake the ground so that when you're getting to and from the stand... Not making a lot of you're noise. You're not making a lot of noise. Well, right. Where this particular stand was that James went in and hunted, it didn't need a lot of raking. It was kind of a sandy hill, so it didn't have a lot of growth. But what we did is on the way from where you would park a vehicle or an ATV, whatever, all the way going back to it, I mean, we cleared out a path, mm-hmm. you know, with machetes and pole saws and everything to get in and out real quiet. Right. And then where the stand actually was, he said when he got in that stand, he said within 10 minutes, he had a doe and a yearling at 40, 45 steps. Nice. And he said, and there they were just feeding around. And, and we had actually put this tree, and sometimes in the summertime, one of the greatest tools that you can carry with you is a uh, a little fold-out. A, fold, a little saw, yeah. Well, not a fold-out, a fold-saw is that if you go to a bookstore, you can buy... Naturalist guides to trees. Okay. And they're laminated,
5: right? I got one in the truck. I love it.
2: So when you go into these new places looking around for the type of trees that that you want to get a stand near, you can actually look at this little naturalist book, Book on Trees, and it's laminated, like I said, so it's it's weatherproof. Carry it with you. And then you can identify the type of trees that are in that area, and so you can get your stands close to a tree that may be dropping acorns or fruit or whatever it may be.
5: Yep.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Just a, a nice little lesson learned yeah. from, from our end at our little neck of the woods that I yep. think can be applied for all of our listeners across the stations that we have.
3: All right, when we come back from the break, I want to talk about my hunt last weekend. All right. All right. And yeah. we'll do that right here on the Hunt Life
2: Outdoor Show with me, Jeff Lagerman, Kevin Favor, and Kirk Waltz.
1: connections that's what life is really all about i'm major harding president of HuntLife. at huntlife.com we've created a place for you to connect with those who share your passion for the hunting experience with a free huntlife.com membership you'll be able to swap stories information and insight with hunters from all over the world you'll find useful information on equipment outfitters and all the regs and red tape for your neck of the woods At HuntLife.com, you can even keep a journal of your hunt straight from your mobile device and upload pictures of your latest and greatest hunting experiences. You can even flip on the radio and hear the latest episode of the HuntLife Outdoor Show while you browse through all the great stuff we've got in the HuntLife shop. Hats, shirts, decals, and more. Become a member. It's fast, easy, and absolutely free. And join the online fraternity of hunters. Connect with us at HuntLife.com.
4: America's number one camo pattern just got better. All-new Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak. Six layers of detail give it great depth of field. Twelve years of research give it unequal, effective design. Together, they break up hunter's outline like never before. Check it out in stores or online at mossyoak.com. Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak, it's not a passion, it's an obsession. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes, and I got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery, and what's going to happen next? The Wounded Warrior Project said, look, brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them.
1: To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit WoundedWarriorProject.org.
2: Back to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. And we're back, and all three of us are here. Kevin, Jeff, Kirk, I'm Jeff. He's Kevin, yes. he's Kirk, and you I'm can't Kirk. see him on, you know, right. radio. Yeah. We're all we're <laughs> very
5: handsome gentlemen. We're, we are beautiful people. <laughs> we nice are we really are. beautiful yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. For all those <laughs> that don't know us,
2: we're really pretty people. Yeah. Yeah. Pri- now, Chris hold and Big on. Bill, not so much. Yeah.
0: Now, see, because y'all's pictures are up on HuntLife.com uh-huh. on the radio page, so people know the truth. That's right. <laughs> so I'm sorry.
3: Hey. Yeah, that, that, that is true. Yeah. I look much better in camo, by hey, the way. Yeah. Well, I think I think camo's sexy.
2: Yeah, I do, I do, too. not on
3: you. Yeah, no, okay. All
2: right, hey, uh, just oh. A, oh. one little thing here. Uh, that was We've got a That's little okay. contest working, okay? Oh, new? And it's on our Facebook page at Hunt Life, okay? Uh-huh. And it's a Racktober contest. Racktober. Racktober, I yep. like that uh and obviously this is going to be chris i want to let you describe it a little bit because it's, uh, tell everybody what the contest is and what they can get and what they got to do to to get in the contest
0: okay this is a uh, a facebook contest this is a social media contest so uh if you haven't checked out hunt life on well, facebook.com <laughs> uh now is your time now is your time so uh facebook.com uh just go to hunt life uh we've got our page make sure you like us and what you're going to do is uh, you're going to submit a picture uh, of of your the best shot of a rack that you have in your photo gallery
3: A deer right interpret it any Preferably. way you wish Oh Okay.
2: Well, this this is, is a family contest. Yeah.
0: This is Rack-tober. Racktober. So we're we're leaving it open to your best discretion. We we hope to see uh, Racks, uh, the beauty hammers. of the of the wild. Okay. There you go. So and,
3: and what's the expiration date on this?
0: Okay, uh, it's for the month of October.
3: Okay. 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 That, that's,
0: that's when that's when the judging officially starts. And each week uh, we're going to be picking the best photo of the week, and the winner gets. Uh, Fifty bucks uh, in Hunt Life cash, mm-hmm. uh, a fifty dollars gift t- gift certificate to Academy Sports and Outdoors, and uh, and we're working on another prize to go along with that mm-hmm. as well. So nice, yeah. So Just it's, presented it's, in a picture. Yeah, that's right. So we're looking at uh, at a little over a thousand bucks worth of stuff we're giving away. Uh, yep yeah, during during the month of October, and it's Hunt Life's Racktober contest. All right, nice. cool. check
2: like it, it out, folks. Cool. I like the idea. Ho- hopefully, I'll have a rack to show because last year I I got none. Yep, me neither. You know, yeah. but I had
5: fun trying. Those, by God, those, oh, yeah. those poor
2: does
3: all in the name of management, <laughs> paid for it. But hey, I like to eat deer. I um, man, last year I missed a huge buck in October. Oh, I shot the, one, uh, but I mean, Lord. it wasn't a
5: giant one. You know, uh, uh, it, one it one wouldn't I, win uh, a wreck over.
3: Right.
5: It I, doesn't have to be a huge one to no, win the contest. No, it does not. Hey, first buck with a bow. You know, I was thrilled. Yeah. You know,
2: one of the things that I really have a special place in my heart for. You know, I I like. Big deer, mm-hmm. you know, don't get me wrong, you know, and, and we had this discussion with Ronnie Cuz Strickland, gosh, back in June when we were there for the pro staff meeting at Mossy Oak. And, uh, we were talking about how one thing we, we really like about Mossy Oak productions is that it doesn't necessarily have to be a monster buck to no. make for entertaining
3: watch television. Watched Obsession Revealed this week with Ronnie Cuz Strickland and, and the, the whole show was about that. And he shot a 100 inch buck in Alabama in January with his bow mm-hmm. and he talked about just why and and, and how much it meant to him and, and 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 he also had two other segments where guys in in you know the Midwest passed up 140 class bucks you know and, and he explained why they did that and he mm-hmm. explained why he shot a 100 inch buck was excellent absolutely perfect see what I like is I
2: I trust me. I'm like anybody else. I want to see a big deer. Sure. You know, I want to see a big deer show up in my camera and then at some point during the season be able to have an opportunity. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I like most about, about antlers, I like things that are unique. Mm-hmm. You know, if I had, a, if I had an opportunity and there's a 170 inch whitetail and he is just perfect, you know, typical, you know, just clean and I've got a 130
3: inch freak.
2: I'm probably going to shoot the 130 inch. Freak. Yeah,
3: you, you've always been the non-typical guy. I'd love that stuff. Yeah.
2: You know, I, I'll never forget. Uh, boy, t- two years ago, got a picture of a buck on my place, and it had about a 10 inch drop time. That the you know, best we could tell from pictures, and it was the longest time on his entire rack. Right. And I beat this tree. <laughs> you were obsessed. In the trees that we had stands in around this area all year. Because I wanted to shoot a drop-time buck. Never shot a drop-time buck. I mean, I shot bucks that had kickers and trash and all the cool things that I like, but never had ever seen one. And so I worked this area endlessly. And so the last week of the season, you know, my buddies come down, we're going to hunt, and I'm thinking, he didn't make it. Maybe the neighbors got him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe he just passed through, and now he's living five miles away, because we know bucks have a range that can reach sometimes 10 miles. Mm -hmm. Right. My buddy's come down. The first sit, my buddy Brother Love had, four o'clock in the afternoon. Who steps out? Drop time. He missed him. (laughs) Uh. He runs 50 yards and stops, and he hit him. So, I mean... But I was so happy for him, but I mean, I mean, those are the deer that really mm-hmm. get me excited. The ones that have yeah. character, you know, the ones that have something unique.
5: I think they're all characters. Yeah. <laughs> I right. tell you what, right. also, you know, and one of the unique things that we've had opportunity this year and we really spent a lot of time, more effort doing, doing the property, cleaning it up, you know, making food plots and, and, um, addressing, trying to address the stands and where they're at. We put out a lot of game cameras this year. And to sit there and look at those pictures and see deer that you never, I mean, it's amazing to go up there during July, August, and not see a deer ever. Mm-hmm. You see the tracks, not a lot of them, and you go, man, you, know, you think they're here? We're all second-guessing ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And then you start putting the cameras out in these thick spots, yeah. and you go look at the, the, the pictures, and you go, look at that buck. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got a buck in velvet that we saw pictures of, and, and by the way, this buck, was still in velvet on on August twenty sixth. Ours were still in
3: velvet. We still have. You still got a few. When when uh, we you know we hunted last weekend, and um, I didn't uh, when because we, obviously we do the radio show on Saturday morning, so we hunted Saturday evening, and 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 I, I was hunting with with my wife and my son, and us and and where we're hunting, we all we, there's cameras on right. all of these stands, and I said do not check those cameras, just let them sit. I said tomorrow morning we'll sit. And I said, after we get done,
5: we'll pull the Then,
3: then yeah. I don't want you walking over because we've got them on the trails where mm-hmm. where these deer are. Don't go over there. And and, and I said, we'll look at the, at the pictures tomorrow. But anyway, we we did look at the pictures, and there's one particular big seven point that that I that that, that I want to shoot. It's just what you talked about. He's he is you got he, some character. He he's a four and a half, five and a half year old deer. He's massive. I mean, body wise, he's for for the South. He's huge. You know, yep. I know he's a big mature deer beautiful rack and uh and, and had a picture of him at 6 pm on Friday Friday afternoon
0: yeah and
3: and I hunted that stand on sun uh, I'm sorry Saturday afternoon um and and he's still in velvet and god dog I would love for him to wouldn't that be to cool step out and, and, and to kill him in velvet I mean that would be cool. because I'm sure he's hardhorned now
5: oh yeah, yeah. you would think by now well, this Mate, one yep. that we've got pictures of, he's way outside the ears. He's one of the biggest ones I've ever seen up there. It, from the looks of it, he's either a giant eight. He could even be a ten. He just keeps holding his head the right way. You can't see it mm-hmm. real good. And he's got these huge crab claws on the ends. hmm mm-hmm. And I've never seen one up there like that. Yeah. I mean, big old. Like, so they're big. Cause they're,
2: most of the times you see a crab claw, they're kind of small. Yeah. These are huge.
5: And real when you long, look at them, it okay. just, it for the, you know how all the the deers are up there that we've, we've shot up in, in South Georgia up near Fargo. They, they all have a distinctive look. The racks go straight up mm-hmm. and they're real high a, and tight. Yeah. Real high and tight. Well, this one's not. This one's way out and it looks like a normal, like you'd see anywhere, white tail. And it's just unusual. It's, it's like you said, Kevin, it's just something char- yeah. characteristically, you know just get your uh interest up you know it's just a, a real cool looking deer and he's probably like you said yeah five years old yeah. he's got a huge sagging belly the his back sags a little bit and yeah. it's like that's an old deer just yep. like
2: somebody's been riding him.
5: yeah yeah and, and i've never seen before and <laughs> I, and, old, you know <laughs> well, back, yeah, yeah, and you you i don't can, think any of
2: you see I've those pictures of them old white tails you know now that we're all you know middle age uh-huh yeah oh yeah we're, we're well kirk you're kind of like past that is that <laughs> Great, that's,
3: just, I knew just, that was coming. Yeah, yeah. That's he, great. He's the he's the seven and a half hey, year old. He's hey, regressing hey, a little bit. Hey, favor, I, that's another shot. I know, I know. Hey, I, I, I got to ask you this because I was trying to compare, you know, our, our, our deer hunting when, but when you played in the NFL, mm-hmm. and, and you you, were, pra- you practiced obviously, you know, yeah. when, when you and what you practice, yeah, practice, no, talking practice, that's, uh, NBA. Sorry about that. Would right. you? When, when, when it was game time, when it was, the, when it was, you know, the first play. Go time. And, and you were, you were playing defensive end, you're playing against another team. There's a totally different aspect between game speed and practice speed. Oh, yeah, you yeah. got that right. You know, you know you're, you it's, it, there's, there's way more things going on in your mind and, 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 and comparing that to the first time you sit.
5: Yeah. Same after way. you
3: have practiced, all summer i practice and practice and and just it's it's really my release time i get out there and i'll practice for an hour i'll take these you know my my targets and i'll put them between trees and uh, you know i'll practice from 20 to 50 yards blah 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 but i'm going to tell you what happened to me you know (laughs) last weekend um because i I did get a shot you know and and it's just well i'll talk about when we come back from the break
2: right here on the hunt life outdoor show with me jeff lagerman kirk waltz and Kevin favor
1: You can tell a lot about a person just by looking at them. What they wear speaks volumes as to who they are and where they stand on a number of things, from their favorite team or the place they like to eat to what they really believe in. I'm Major Harding, president of Hunt Life. When you see someone wearing a Hunt Life shirt or hat, you'll know some things about them right away. You'll know they're passionate about the outdoors. You'll know they invest time and energy and funds into preserving and protecting wildlife because they care about it. You'll know that they enjoy sharing the hunting experience with everyone they can. And you'll know that, for them, hunting isn't a hobby. It's a way of life. If you're a hunter, it's time you told the world what kind of person you are. Visit HuntLife.com and browse the Hunt Shop for hats and shirts and decals and more. And while you're there, become a member. It's fast, easy, and absolutely free. And you'll connect with a world of people who share your feelings about hunting. Take aim with hunt Life.
4: Since the first days at Mossy Oak, we've been about getting close to critters. That's what drove us to create Original Breakup more than 12 years ago. Today we're doing it again with all-new Breakup Infinity. Six layers of detail give it great depth of field. Twelve years of research give it unequaled, effective design. Hey, check it out in stores or online at Mossy oak.com. Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak, America's number one camel pattern, just got better.
0: Let fish and wildlife biologist Scotty Brown's 25 years of experience work for your property with Southern Sportsman Aquatics and Land Management. They help landowners on developing and managing properties where recreational fishing and or hunting is the priority. Their lake management services include fish population sampling, electrofishing, water analysis, vegetation establishment or reduction, lake design or renovation, and long-term management strategies for your water body's future. Southern Sportsman Aquatics and Land Management installs and repairs aeration systems, fountains, fish and game feeders, and their own design, Forever Tree Fish Attractors. They're experts in keeping small public water bodies and retention ponds in housing developments and golf courses working properly. So if you're looking to improve your property's aquatic resources, call Scotty Brown at Southern Sportsman Aquatics and Land Management at 214-383-3223. That's 214-383-3223.
1: I've been a member of the Federation for 18 years. The Federation stands for good stewardship of the resources and preserving our hunting heritage.
2: Through those efforts, I want my kids to be able to enjoy the same privilege that I have. My father joined the Federation for me, and I've done the same for my children. Jakes, women in the outdoors, and wheeling sportsmen, they want to be the best
1: conservation organization in the world.
0: Back to the
2: Hunt Life Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. And then, uh, Kevin, you were sharing a story. Yes. of NFL practicing mm-hmm. bow. Yeah,
3: go ahead. Yeah, no. It, it, you know, last Last Saturday uh, was was our first sit on on our property Saturday afternoon, and obviously everybody's geeked up. But do, do we got? And, and most of our stands, Jeff, are, are exactly. I mean, what you talked about. These are stands where we have mowed fifth rows. We have trails coming across those fifth rows, and, and this was a brand new, st- I mean, brand new. I put this up, and, and um, I ha- actually had, had sat pretty close to this and, and, and tweaked it, okay? But I tweaked it in the summertime. I, but I didn't go in there, you know, hung this stand in June, cut, I mean, it, it's a hang-on stand. It is so hidden. It's, and, and you have the most perfect shooting lanes to to this to, to these paths coming across this fifth row. And it, it's always amazing to me. I sat there, you know, I, I got in at five o'clock. And yesterday, uh, uh, last weekend, I don't know if y'all remember, it was gorgeous. I mean, yep. it really was. You know, for, for for here in the south,
5: yeah, the it, temperatures it, were what, well, You it told was, me in the
3: forties. Yeah, it was in the forties on Sunday morning. Sweet, um, but it was it was seventy degrees, you know, or so at mm. at, at five o'clock or so, and then dropped from there. And 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 the typical, you know, I, I didn't see anything, didn't see anything, and and there was zero wind, and I'm talking none. Everything yeah. was so quiet, you can't, you, you just, you, you can't move. I mean, because it, everything makes a noise.
5: Yeah, you can hear a flea fart.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: What <laughs> well, I, call it. Uh, everything, I mean, it's, uh, how quiet yeah, it is.
3: Everything. Never heard that. W- it, it was still, and all of a sudden, <clears throat> down the the trail, I could see bushes moving. Can't see a deer. It's so thick, you know, I can, but I can see on the trail that I'm watching, I can see, and all of a sudden I see bushes moving behind it and bushes moving behind that. Nice. And and the cool thing is, at that point in time, the only thing I could see is movement, and I know they're coming down this trail. You have no idea if it's a doe. You have no idea if a big buck's getting ready to step out. hog. A hog. And, Whatever. I mean, yeah. You, you, yeah. I knew it was a deer because I could, I, I, I could tell just just by the movement. Uh, you know, you could see the the shadows. Mm-hmm. But, I, dude, my heart. Literally started almost coming out of my chest. I mean, because it's it's getting ready to happen.
5: Yeah, and, and,
3: but but the but the time's ticking away.
5: First deer because, of the season. Yeah,
3: buddy. you know the time. Okay, you know, you, and, and and you go through all your progressions. I mean, I already had my release clipped. I mean, I had my feet. I didn't have to stand up. I got my stand set, so it, it's a hang on, so I can. left handed. I I can sit. I don't have to stand up. And the, and the first the first deer that stepped out was was a big doe, and I've had pictures of her, so I I I knew which deer she was. And, and I kept telling myself, I said, just because there was other deer behind her and, and I knew she had two yearlings. I said, just let them get to the fifth row and calm down. You know what I mean? Just don't, just take your time. It's 23 yards. Okay. It's a flipping chip shot. Mm-hmm. Breathe. Yeah. Breathe. <laughs> breathe. And your heart's just. <laughs> just just killing. <laughs> I, I mean, your oh, heart yeah. is just—you can't imagine. I mean, there's no way any yeah. drug in the world could get you this excited. I mean, I'm just going. This is flipping awesome. I mean, I'm getting ready to to get a shot here. They all three come out, and and they start feeding in the fifth row, and 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 like I said, it was 23 yards, and when when I drew that bow back, and I've got that new PSE, it's as quiet as. There's anything out there mm-hmm. that that arrow because they all do this they went Shh. and when that happened High. <laughs> learned dude you would have thought i was banging on pans
5: yeah they heard i it. mean
3: i was like uh, they all three just jumped straight up you know like what they, they knew something wasn't right and when they jumped straight up they they did the kind of half run thing you know but then all turned around to, to stop to look at what maybe that might be and I didn't know exactly my yardage and, and, and I had this happen to me twice last year and and lessons are hard learned. Things to me when it when it when start losing light look further away.
1: Me too. I'm it, the same it, way.
3: It, it just looks further away, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and I mean I was I, I wasn't shaking. My heart was going crazy and I put my middle pen, you know, right on her shoulder and and when I let that arrow go, I'm telling you that doe went to two inches on the ground. <laughs> she mm-hmm. she ducked so fast. I mean, and I shot right over her back, you know. And 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 I just as a matter of fact, they didn't even run off. They didn't have you know they they didn't know where I was or where that came from. All they knew is that something had just come out of the tree <laughs> at at you know three hundred feet per second. That's right, you know. And, and, and so they, they kind of went off and they got back on the trail and went back to where they came from and, and, uh, uh, anyway, I didn't go get my arrow, you know, because it, by now it's, it's getting pretty dark and I didn't want to go over there and, 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 you know, mess everything up. Right. So, um, I came back the next morning, I hunted and I, and I, and I ranged exactly what, because I, you could see it, the, the, the dirt that she messed mm-hmm. up, you know, whenever she took off. Um, and it, it was, it was 26 yards. So that's, that's my top pin. Yep. I mean, that's anything out to 30 yards is, is my top pin. Yeah. And, and I, and I shot right found my arrow, you know, found, found my broadhead and everything. So I was happy about that. But man, you just sit there and you're like, God, I've practiced. All right. So let me ask all you a question summer. here. You yep. said that the
2: arrow made, made a sound sliding on the, on the rest mm-hmm. kind of rest
3: whisker biscuit. Okay. Yeah. That's what
5: I use. I yeah. love them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times I've sat there with that PSC years ago. And now I'm shooting a Hoyt, and I'd lean that bow just a little bit to the left, and it'd fall off the, one of those other rests. And yeah. I'd go, you have got to. And, no, I'm not and you've got the, your thumb yeah. over there, and you're trying to flick yeah. that arrow. I, I'm like, and since that, I went to a whisker biscuit. I don't even think about it now. Yeah. Well, yeah there's it, a lot
2: of people that use a whisker biscuit because it's simple. That's
3: right.
5: It's it's a no brainer. It's a no brainer. Yeah. It, it simplifies the whole process. If you got to lean over. Or like you know, drop to a knee to take a shot through a hole, or right. whatever you got to do. That, that arrow's not gonna fall off the rest. Yeah. Yeah.
2: One, the one thing I will say, I mean, whisker biscuit is great, but boy, does it it hurt some veins. You know, it really works on the veins, and then on top of can, that, can just...
3: I give you a little tip on that? Yeah. Something that that, that that I learned uh-huh. because I had I was I had taken my my arrows. Um, this is when Rich Gray was doing them for me, our buddy, and he had all the machine to, to do it, and 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 like the first four or five arrows that i shot i lost veins mm-hmm. and, I, and i and i called him up and I said dude th- th- this isn't working what, whatever you're doing i said i'm just knocking veins off and and we actually had to take a very small grit a sandpaper and and just just you know um, hit the brushes on hit, the hit the brushes and and jeff i have not lost a vein since then not hmm. one now i mean a little
2: tip right there yep,
3: yeah yeah just take that 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 graphite you know that um well, here's That's here's shot. another
2: tip. I mean, you could you can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing is is that you can shoot different veins mm-hmm. instead of shooting regular you know four or five inch uh, veins on your arrows. Shoot the blazer. Shoot the blazer veins. Yeah.
3: That's what I'm shooting. Yeah.
2: And uh, the the other tip that I would say is get a drop away. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't man, know. Man, the the accuracy that you get yeah from a drop away is amazing when you make that conversion yeah. from from a whisker biscuit to a drop away. And there's a lot of quality dropaways. And the best one on the market, that uh, it's amazing because you know you watch the television shows, and that's one of the first things that I really key in on right. is to see what the pros use. Yeah, sure. What,
5: what Tom Miranda's is using or Tom something Randy like that. Tom uses a biscuit. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Tom uses a biscuit. Yep. yep. But a lot of people it, dropaways, Trophy Taker is the number one.
5: Mm-hmm. Is it?
2: Yep. Yeah. Trophy Taker is the number one dropaway rest amongst people that shoot arrows for a living. And that's just a little tip there. Little tip. I shoot that's it. A good tip, man. I shoot it, and from talking to the guys at two different archery shops that have been doing it, and you know the one guy's been doing it forever mm-hmm. right here in our hometown, they swear by the trophy takers. Yeah, and yeah. they're not expensive. I like my biscuits. They're very. <laughs> me too. All right. I like biscuits biscuit. too, but yeah. I like my biscuits with gravy. <laughs> here on <laughs> Hot Live Outdoor Show with me Jeff Logman, Kevin Favor, and Kirk Waltz. We'll be right back.
3: As a hunter, we you all know that really close morning. To critters this morning. You wake fall. up early before the you sun, have you have to. a cup of coffee, grab some snacks, and start towards your stand. You have waited for this morning all year. The wind's perfect, the temperature's just right, and the bucks are in full rut. You sit in the dark, straining your ears for any little noise. The sun finally starts to filter through the trees, then it happens. A doe comes by you on a fast trot. You immediately clip your release to your bow because you know he is coming. You hear a loud grunt and see antlers. It's a buck, a big buck. You stand up trying not to concentrate on the antlers. Your hands are shaking. You can't control the trembling in your knees. You draw the bow back praying the buck continues down the trail. But as big bucks do, he turns. Your heart sinks. You have a decent shot, but not one you're comfortable with. You decide to let him go. Even though you're disappointed, you can't help but think just how cool that was. The folks at Hunt Life, they know how you feel. That's why they started Hunt Life, so we can share our outdoor experiences with each other. If you know this feeling, visit HuntLife.com because
4: Hut Life knows it's all about the outdoor experience. You want to get really close to critters this fall? Then you'll have to try all-new Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak. Six layers of detail give it great depth of field. Twelve years of research give it unequalled effective design. Together, they represent the most dramatic, high-tech leap in the history of camo. Check it out in stores or online at Mossy Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak, America's number one camel pattern just got better. We know the future of hunting depends
5: on our nation's youth, but did you know that in many states it's illegal for you to take your son or daughter hunting until the age of twelve or even older? As a result, we have fewer young hunters, and the Families Afield program is designed to eliminate those barriers. Hunting is safe, and the safest hunters afield are young people with adult mentors. Visit our website at familiesafield.org to find out how you can bring more families afield.
0: And now, back to the Hunt Life Outdoors show.
2: You know, one of the things that uh, we've kind of talked about here in the show, but haven't really kind of gone in depth with, is trail cameras. Yeah. Yeah. And I had... uh, I'm a junkie. Well, and I, I love troll cameras too. And this yep. year, I ended up buying uh, a few more of the uh, Cuttyback captures, which is was their older one. Mm-hmm. So if you go, if you look at Cuttyback, their new one is called the. Uh, uh, give me a minute here. Attack. Okay, you got the Cuttyback Attack, which is their new, latest, and mm-hmm. greatest. And then the last one they came out was was the Capture, and then the one before Excite. that was the Excite, yep. which is the square one. Mm-hmm. And I have used Excites for a while. I got the capture, one capture last year, and this year bought some more captures because they came out with a new attack, saved some money, get more cameras, et cetera. And I had an issue with a couple of my Cuddyback captures. And, you know, I like to buy things from a, from a company that's got customer service. Mm-hmm. Okay, My wife loves to buy from Pottery Barn. You mm-hmm. have an issue from, with them. They send you something new, and they say, send the other one back. Yep. Well, I had an issue. Uh, talked to the guy at Cutty Back this week, and I want to give him a big hooray, great job, because I, I talked with this guy, Ben, and he said, look, I'm going to send you new ones, send me the old ones, and
3: boom, that was it. Yeah, that's Nice. Uh, How it, often do you get that? No, that's true. You, you don't. And, and just just to let folks know, um, I know that that I've been talking about this since since May. I saw an ad in our, our American Hunter magazine, which is put out by the NRA for the new loophole mm-hmm. trail cameras that come on. I, I, when you've we, had
2: a chance to field test them. Well,
3: and 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 I, I actually got one um, last week, so I um, set it up. Which the first off. I can't stand things that are complicated. Yep. The setup on these things is amazing. I mean, it's 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 as simple as it gets. They, you have your own controller. Well, you know, you only have to buy one controller, and you can, can buy you
2: can, a bunch of cameras. You
3: can buy a bunch of cameras. Um, Stand by because I've got. I put it out last week and and uh, we'll check. You're going to give us a report next week. Give, give, give you. Uh, yep, I'm going to check it this weekend. But uh, as far as I can see right now, it's. I mean, let's face it. Loophole doesn't do anything. No, they don't half do anything butt, halfway. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, so I'm 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 really really interested in seeing how well it did. And I put it in a food plot mm-hmm. because I want to see how far. Yep. It takes pictures. You know, I didn't put it on a little little trail or anything. So, uh, the one thing that I like about it is Jeff is it's it's black. Mm-hmm. There's no light. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's that's it's gonna. They won't know what's there. No, well, there's
2: a there's another one that's out there on the market: Bushnell Trophy Cam Black Flash. Right. It's mm-hmm. that, kind of the same concept. And, uh, if, folks, if you're looking at buying a trail camera, a friend of mine, Scott Parker, you guys mm-hmm. all know him. He actually bought his trail cameras from a website called TrailcamPro.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's an outstanding website because they review all the trail cameras that are out there on the market. You can actually buy it from them. He gave me a story because he had an issue with one of the cameras he bought, and I don't remember the name of it, but he had an issue. He contacted them, and their customer service was top-notch. He said they sent him a new one. They sent him a return label for the one that he had problems with. No problem. Yep. Back to business and back to running his camera. That's good. And those are the type of stories. They ain't paying us a dime, folks. Yeah, that's right. We just like to give you information that hopefully you know we've learned from and we can share with you. Trailcampro.com is an outstanding website to do your trail camera pro. Yep. And, and, research and I'm going on. to the woods this week, and so we'll I'll do a, a report research. Yep. And I'll have my cuttyback captures report mm-hmm. next week as well, right here on the Hunt Life Outdoor Show, and we'll talk to everybody next week.
5: Thank you for listening to
0: the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. Be sure to check out the very latest in the Hunt Life by logging on to HuntLife.com. The Hunt Life Outdoor Show is a product of Hunt Life Productions. Copyright 2011.